What's Underneath? Unpacking Procrastination. Well, that sounds like a horror movie title. Hmm. The box label says 2009. Perhaps you wonder what happened that year before cutting through the tape and peeking inside. Once open, you find... Paper. Lots of paper. Stacks of receipts, notes, invoices, instructional booklets, magazines, warranties, and so on. Shaking your head, you wonder why it wasn't recycled, burned, or at minimum discarded. Why have you held on to this box of paper for 12 years? And what do you do now? Hey, y'all. This is Tori, your life coach and host. Thank you for listening to Our Given Purpose, the podcast. This season, we are tackling the topic of minimalism from three perspectives, mental, physical, and spiritual. Each week, we will dive a little deeper. The intended result is for us to increase our sense of urgency by being intentional. We need to be more conscious that our time is but a hand breath and to focus on eternal life. What we do now will affect someone later. Are you ready to open your boxes? To frame our mentoring session, let's keep two passages of scripture in view. The first is Luke chapter 12, verse 15, and the second is Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. I will have these linked in the show notes, but if you have your Bibles, let's turn to the New Testament Gospels. Luke chapter 12, verse 15 says, and this is the NIV, Then Jesus said to them, Watch out, be on guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. And turn back to Matthew chapter 6, and this is verses 19 through 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Amen. Lord, we thank you for your word. May it be a light unto our path. So let's discuss the context of both of these passages and then apply what we learn to our behavior. It may be time to interrupt the routine, repent, and refocus on God's plan for our lives. We become disciples when we memorize the teacher's words and model our lives to Christ. We will not be perfect, but it will enhance our ability to focus on things eternal. 
Devote yourselves to the pursuit of heavenly blessings, the treasures of heaven. So while you're still in Matthew chapter 6, which is part of Jesus's Sermon on the Mount, we can utilize the entirety of his teaching. Self-examination through prayer, repentance, and release is part of our faith walk. Now, depending on your current circumstance, your view of Matthew 6, 19 through 21 will differ from others, even in your family or circle of friends. Whether you are impoverished, experiencing great abundance, or land somewhere in between, material wealth should not be our focus. Yes, 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 yes. God absolutely wants us to have the things we need to survive, but he also wants us to trust him to provide. We can give beyond ourselves when we unclench our fists and ask God the Father to bless what we have. If we continue to procrastinate, Those boxes we store up will steal valuable space and time from serving him, our God, and loving people. Matthew 6.21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. God isn't, again, he is not forbidding wealth, but the worship and boastfulness of it. There are so many examples in both the Old and New Testament about the shameful behavior of wealth worship. But to stay on track with our boxes, let me ask you, what needs unpacking? Why are you waiting to gain clarity, organize your environment, and prepare a space to welcome others to experience Christ through you? Now, this next question may feel a little harsh, and this isn't about judgment, but what I call gentle conviction. To change our approach and behavior, I need, we need to be confronted with facts. Raise your hand if you're paying to store your stuff in one of those big box container stores. Hmm. Now, not temporary storage because you're a student or in the process of moving. I'm talking about long-term. I have no idea what's inside the boxes, but it belongs to me so I can do what I want stuff. Or maybe you're considering moving into a larger home because you have so much stuff that you need a bigger box to display it in. Again, we are walking in areas of conviction so we can change, not become judgmental or defensive. Think about your stuff. My family and I are in the process, and I know it will be a lifelong one, but we are slowly decluttering all the areas of our home. And let me tell you, It is challenging. When a space opens up, my knee-jerk reaction is to fill it with something else. So please know that I understand this is a process and breaking habits takes prayer, obedience, and persistence. 
One way I've resolved to stay on course is only purchasing something once I have the space for it, know how it will be used, and ask myself, will it be beneficial to my life in a year? Hmm. By intentionally thinking about the long-term advantages, lessens the desire to make impulse purchases. I don't want you to delay having the relationship with Christ that fills the space of your hearts to the point of overflow. The joy of abiding in Him is unexplainable and everlasting. It's the meaning and depth our soul craves. That's What's underneath all the material things, the greed is procuring visual stimulants that support the procrastination of righteous living. Let's scooch down to Matthew 6.24. Yes, I said the word scooch, but bring your finger on down and let's look at Matthew 6.24, where Jesus warns us that we are incapable of serving two masters. We will despise one and be devoted to the other. To hang on to our stuff, pay monthly fees, or purchase larger homes, we will end up despising God. How? Our time is spent working a job to pay for the stuff. Our time is spent worrying about the security of our stuff. We have to keep reorganizing the stuff. And if I may be so blunt, but our time is spent curating a museum of worthless stuff that would not survive a flood or even a millimeter of water. Okay, let's inhale, exhale. Those are facts. So stay with me and let's look at Jesus's words to his disciples. His warning in Luke 12, 15, watch, be on guard against all kinds of greed. Hoarding is greed. It is a sickness and one born out of a desire to be self-reliant. If it is money you need, spending more of it will not get you to your goal. Collecting things instead of cultivating relationships is not loving your neighbor. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. Give it away, sell it, and wisely invest in your eternal rewards. We are unpacking our procrastination. What is keeping you from acknowledging what's underneath? If you have followed me for a while on social media, you may remember a documentary I encouraged you to watch titled Less Is Now on Netflix. It showcases the story of two men who have embraced the minimalist journey. One of the suggestions from the documentary and also in their book is how to begin the purge, a great idea which I believe is biblical in origin. They suggest packing up everything you own as though you were moving. 
When I say everything, I mean all of it, down to the toothbrush and toothpaste. Over the next 30 days, only unpack the things you need as you need it. When I read that, I immediately thought of the Exodus story and how the Israelites camped throughout the wilderness. Setting up and taking down an organized camp took knowledge, obedience, trust, and a minimalistic approach. They walked following a pillar of cloud for an undetermined amount of time between each location. If you had to regularly pack up everything you owned, how much more inspired would you be to let some of that stuff go? Okay, here is your homework. Take inventory of all of your material goods. And this can serve as double duty because you can update your list for your homeowner's or renter's insurance. If you are a new believer, the idea of documenting the stuff I just suggested you let go of, well, there is a practical and applicable understanding of providing for the next generation, okay? But if you have questions, please email me, Tori, at OurGivenPurpose.com, and we can discuss it further. Okay, but take photos of your expensive pieces and document everything. Also, take time to go through the storage units and assess the value of your items in there as well. Spending a few hours or days documenting all your stuff will help you decide what you should do. Is it time to have a yard sale or donate to a nonprofit organization? Use it as a tax deduction. I will warn you not to be impulsive and just give it to someone you think needs it. You can ask without being pushy. Decluttering doesn't have to be a daunting task. Set a timer and take 30 minutes at the end of each day, every day for a month. Organize a drawer, a shelf, or even your car. I cannot begin to tell you what emptying your space to welcome in peace, tranquility, and people does for your mind, body, and spirit. Pray and ask God to help you let go of the temporary stuff so you can focus on his eternal kingdom. Christ is waiting underneath. He does not want you to delay another moment of being in relationship with him. Thank you for participating in What's Underneath? Unpacking Procrastination. If you find value in this content, please consider leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. Download Our Given Purpose, the podcast, to your digital library on the platform you're currently listening. Share Our Given Purpose with a friend and continue the conversation. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and at OGP underscore the podcast on Twitter. We are turning the pages and lighting up the community with a daily purpose Bible study and devotional. The contributing writers are truly amazing people of God, and I am grateful their testimonies and stories are part of this faith journey. 
please visit www.OurGivenPurpose.com and connect with Diana, Stephanie, Lisa, Megan, Irvine, Casey, Detria, Lavanda, and myself. Links are in the show notes. Patreon! I am so grateful to have this subscription service, which helps me grow as a brand. They provide a platform for people like me to receive a monthly income that supports this ministry. You can become a member of the Our Given Purpose community with a $10 monthly donation or leave some coins in the tip jar. As we grow, we hope to bring more exclusive content and build a purpose-driven community. If you'd like to be part, please visit www.patreon.com backslash Our Given Purpose today. The link is in the show notes. You have your homework. Please make sure your friends have it too. Join us next week as we discuss meditation slowing down and appreciating your surroundings and preparing for the next phase. Here we are at the end. You have seeds to sprinkle and don't lose sight of the ones falling on you. Where will they grow? By the road and shallow soil and the thickets? Or will they find a home in good soil to flourish and produce a good work? What God has begun in you, He will complete. Have faith and be bold. Your thoughts are thinking, so make sure you see what they are saying. To God be the glory. Live your life for Him. This is Tori of Our Given Purpose, the podcast.